When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Weekly Transit. The Weekly Transit. The Weekly Transit. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Transit, where we talk about what's happening in the planets and stars and how they affect us here on Earth. I'm Ingrid Iverson and I'm here with Scott Tajarian. <laughs> Thank you, Ingrid. This is the week of July 13th through the 19th. So, Scott, what kind of themes are happening in the stars for us this week? Courage, communication, the authority, and the roots. That's what we're focused on this week. On Monday, July 13th, the moon will be transiting through Aries. And before it leaves the sign of Aries, it's going to form a very stressful square with Saturn in Capricorn. Square because Aries is cardinal fire, Capricorn is cardinal earth. So the mutual cardinal modality is what creates a really strong alignment. But since Capricorn is earth and earth extinguishes fire, which is Aries and fire scorches earth, that creates creates uh, a challenge, a really stressful challenge, tension, emotional tension. So you're looking at emotional tension between you and the authority, the authority figures in your life. The question is, how can you show emotional courage in the face of the authority? So one of the themes this week is courage, another is authority. We're going to be looking at those two a lot. And when the moon is transiting through Aries, it taps into your emotional courage. The alignment with Saturn will be very stressful, so it might be uncomfortable to express your emotional courage in the face of the authority. But how would you do that, Ingrid? Well, first, I think people think of courage as not having fear. But the whole point of courage is that you do have fear and you push through and work through it anyways. So just showing up in the face of fear and doing what you need to do to make yourself heard. I love it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, lots of fear coming up lately, but being able to sit with it and maybe just making a plan or um, like an inner dialogue of how you want to move through it, what you do want to express, even though you're having that fear in advance so you can address it and maybe get rid of those butterflies a little bit mm-hmm. so it's easier to express yourself. Yeah, I think physical activity too. Yeah. Physical activity can help get those butterflies out. Yeah. Yeah. Getting back in your body and just like releasing any pent up tension. Yes. Is that an astrological thing or just like a a human, human design? It's all astrological. Okay. Totally. Yeah. I mean, the planets are what shaped you. They're what made you. So when you're feeling that extra like sort of anxiety, the planets are pushing on you. So you have to find a way to move through it. And Aries is the planet of action? Yes. Well, the sign of action. The sign of action? Yes. It's symbolized by the ram. So, yeah, physical activity would totally make sense. Yes. On Tuesday, July 14th, 
we're looking at two other planetary pieces in the sign of the ram in aries mars the god of war which is the planetary ruler of aries is going to be in conjunction meaning it's going to be at the exact same degree in aries as chiron the wounded healer the wounded warrior also at nine degrees in aries so chiron has been transiting through aries since 2019 it's churning up the wound to your self-confidence it's forcing all of us to really take a look at where our insecurities lie with mars moving to the exact same degree as aries there's going to be no hiding from those insecurities today so wherever they come up for you you're going to need to move through it to push through it to face it the ram doesn't run away from a challenge Hmm. The ram knocks horns with the other ram and then does it again and again and again. And you were saying last week, Aries also represents instinct. Yeah. So tapping into your instincts. 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 I love that because when I think of instincts, it's like when you go to the doctor and they like hit you on the knee to see if like a leg moves. (laughs) So this is a day where your instincts are going to be tested. So is that maybe how you tap into what your insecurities are, like whatever like triggers that instinctually just come up for you when your buttons are pressed? Yeah. When the button is pressed and all of a sudden you're like, what what the fuck? You know, and you're just like so angry or so amped up. Yeah, you flip out. You know, when that happens to you, pay attention as to why. Are you afraid of something? What, What has happened here? In the past, I have been working on myself and in turn i thought that i should just avoid all the things that pressed my buttons and then i would be fixed (laughs) that was my solution so now this feels very um on point for me because using those uncomfortable moments as teaching lessons for where i still have work to do yeah what you need to focus on i mean the planets are always going to find your buttons (laughs) you cannot hide from your buttons your buttons are there for a reason Because they're there to make you aware of something that needs attention attention. within you. So this is a day where those buttons are going to be pushed and you can't hide from it. If you hide from it, they push the buttons even harder. And the harder they push the buttons, (laughs) the more fucked up whatever is going on with you happens. (laughs) So you you really want to always be paying attention to how you're feeling. Because if you're not and you're hiding from it and you're running from it, it's going to hunt you down like a monster. Yeah, nobody wants that. No. Well, that sounds like a fun day. Fun day. Should we move into Wednesday? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Wednesday, July 15th. We're looking at the sun and Pluto, the god of death, lord of the underworld, planet of transformation, doing its long, slow retrograde through Capricorn, the sign of authority. Pluto is directly opposite the sun, which is in Cancer. So Cancer is all about the roots. And I've been talking about this a lot with the sun in Cancer, the roots. And when you look at what's going on in the world today, there is a lot of pushback against the authority and pluto is in the sign of the authority capricorn which is symbolized by the goat the goat is on the top of the mountain so that represents the authority pluto god of death is transforming the authority and the authority has not been doing their job (laughs) and the sun in cancer represents looking at the roots 
So when you're looking at the roots, I see that as like, it's reflective of like the shadow side of us, the shadow side of who you are, your lineage, your family, your ancestors, where you live. I feel like you want to say something, Ingrid. It just gave me such a great visual. I didn't ever put together the pieces of cancer being your emotions, but also being your roots. But that's where all of your... That's where like your all, emotions come from. Yeah, those, you're, <laughs> you're learning and absorbing everything as a child and all your experiences lead to where you are today. And that's where all your emotional stuff comes from is from your past. Yes. So if you tap into your roots and kind of take a look at what happens there, then you can understand why you have the emotions you have today. That's it. Because they were formed in your childhood and they were formed by those who nurtured you. And cancer is the sign that represents nurturing. So then once you've gone to the point where you realize, okay, my emotions were formed by these people that nurtured me. And then you start looking at those people and you think about their upbringing and how they were nurtured and who nurtured them and who nurtured the people that nurtured them and who nurtured the people that nurtured them and so (laughs) on and so forth as far down the line as you can go. But when you're looking at like the bigger picture of like the United States of America and you're thinking of the roots, how can a country hold itself to the standard of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal when the person who wrote those words owns slaves. And people don't want to look at that. So how can we fix what's happening today or understand where we're at if we're not looking into where we came from? Where we fucked up, what we did wrong, what makes no fucking sense. Exactly. People are upset. Like, if the roots are rotten, then the fruit is rotten. And the fruit is rotten in this country right now. People are starting to recognize that. And and we don't want to deal with the shadow. We don't want to look at the dark areas that occurred in the birth of this country. How people came here and annihilated civilizations stole the land stole people from another land to farm the land here these are the founders these are the people that founded this country so when it's it's very interesting to me when i see that people are upset that they're wanting confederate monuments monuments taken down at the same time i'm like why do we have a jefferson monument or a Washington monument that, you know, they're We're, supposed to be the good guys. And we just glorify all this stuff from the past because we want to be like so self-righteous. We have the best country. We don't want to look at all the shit that we've done. But yeah, we have all these statues around that represent a bunch of trash. Mm-hmm. And there was so much money. All of the taxpayers money goes into maintaining those and building them. I was reading something about how much money they put into these building these Confederate monuments mm-hmm. in sane amounts of money that we all pay for yes and so that's why the fruit on the tree is rotting you if in order for the tree to grow and be healthy you have to go back and look at what's hiding in the shadow of the document the shadow of the flag the shadow of the monument you have to see what is in there in order to rectify it and purify it. Otherwise, if you hide from it, it's going to continue to create a rot that is going to bear fruit that is rotten. So Pluto opposite the sun, Pluto in Capricorn opposite the sun in Cancer is giving us a real opportunity to transform the identity of our roots. 
by acknowledging truthfully the totality of what occurred, not just the good. You know, we live in this Instagram society where it's like everyone's living their best life, you know, and it's a fantasy. Yeah, it's not real. You know, you. (sighs) (laughs) I think we I mean, I don't know how much we talk about (laughs) dark shit on here, but before the podcast, I feel like we're always just talking about all the shit that's happening Mm -hmm. with ourselves and with society. And that's not always what everyone wants to share about the darkness no nobody wants to be in the dark in the dark areas they're scary we don't want to go down that dark alley but we have to face the monster in the closet maybe it doesn't have to be maybe it doesn't have to be so dark if we do a little bit of work then we can go into the darkness with some light that's exactly it because that's what pluto is pluto is uh, is is not just the the planet of transformation and the god of death. It's also lord of the underworld, mm. and the lord of the underworld is bringing light to the darkness. That's what Pluto does. It is bringing light to the darkness. So it, since '08, when it moved into Capricorn, and it's going to be there until '24, it's showing us. It's forcing us to look at the darkness that has been committed by the authority. In order for us to see that, then we're able to change it. We're able to transform it. And that's the nature of Pluto. So we've talked about this on a bigger scale, kind of in a societal sense, Mm -hmm. what we're all going through. But what about like, is there any tools you have for the practice of going inside of your shadow self on like a smaller, more personal level? Yes. I think we touched on it a little bit on Tuesday because when your buttons are pushed and you explode, or if you see somebody like on the news or on your Instagram and you're like, I don't like that person. Oh, look what they did. They're this and that. Why are you getting so upset about this? Why are you triggered by that? What is what has happened in your life that is somehow being reflected outside of you that is bothering you? So you need to be still and you need to or maybe not be still, maybe you need to go hit a bag or go for a run, but whatever you're doing, it's about going within your subconscious, facing your subconscious psychological baggage. Whenever you're getting triggered, pay attention, pay attention to what that is. Whenever someone or something is pushing your buttons, where does that stem from? Where does that stem from? Because it's not just about the United States of America looking in its shadow. In order for the United States of America to look in its shadow, the citizens, all of us, all of us, (laughs) all of every individual in this country needs to look within their shadow and see what's there and face it and deal with it and heal it and transmute it from wound to wisdom. From wound to wisdom. Yes. That sounds like it needs to be something. I don't know what. A bumper sticker. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A (laughs) t-shirt. So Thursday, July 16th, we have the planet of authority in the sign of the authority, Saturn in Capricorn, aligning with the North Node in Gemini. So this is where communication comes in for the week. And communication starts with the conscious mind. The conscious mind. In order to communicate with clarity, there must be clarity within your conscious mind. In order for there to be clarity within your conscious mind, there must be 
a clear subconscious mind. So cleansing your psychological baggage, dealing with it, creating clarity in your conscious mind, and then really learning how to articulate with the authority. That's what today's about. How are you learning to articulate with the authority? Are you learning to speak their language so that the authority understands what it is you want? Yeah, if they can't understand what you're saying, then you're never going to get through. Yes. Your, your message is never going to get through to them. And there could be there could be some some real challenges here. Are we still in Mercury uh, retrograde? Well, Mercury is no longer retrograde, but it's still in its shadow. Okay. But the challenges are just in the alignment of the North Node being in the mutable air sign of Gemini and Saturn being in the cardinal Earth sign of Capricorn. So they're two astrological points that are in signs that have conflicting elements, air and Earth, and different modalities mutable and cardinal. So it's kind of like you're trying to communicate, but they're not hearing you mm. or they're trying to communicate, but you're not hearing them. So it's, it's definitely a time whenever that happens, try to see it as an opportunity rather than a frustration by just honing your skills as a communicator. And it begins in your conscious mind. Really think about how to articulate yourself, but that can also stem from learning to ask questions. When you ask questions, when you're communicating with the person that you're trying to share, whatever you're trying to share with, when you ask them questions and you get them talking or communicating to you, that's when you're able to more precisely articulate what it is you need to say in order for them to get the message. Maybe even asking the person, is this what you meant to say? Am I hearing you correctly? That's it. It's about reflecting. You know, it's like you ask them a question, they share what it is they want, and then you repeat it back to them what you've heard to make sure that you're confirming what it is you think you heard from them is actually what they meant for you to hear. I have adopted that practice recently and at least 50% of the time, if not more, you have translated their message with your own filter on it. You heard something that wasn't what they were trying to say. So just having that clarification so you can be on the same page. Is this what you said? No, that's not what I said. Or maybe maybe that's what I said, but that's not what I meant. Let me rephrase it so you can understand. Instead of just being pissed off, just clarifying, clarifying until you can um, yeah, come to an agreement or at least understand both sides, both parties, where they're coming from. Totally. That's the art of communication. Friday, July 17th. Now we're talking about the moon again, but now it's moved on into Gemini. When last we spoke of it on Monday, it was exiting Aries. Now it's in Gemini, the sign of communication, consciousness, connectivity, coordination, and it is aligning uncomfortably with Pluto the god of death, lord of the underworld, planet of transformation in Capricorn, retrograding. So this is a way to put those great tools that you just shared, Ingrid, into practice because you're going to be communicating your emotions on this day. So, and you're going to be communicating your emotions to the authority. So when you're communicating from an emotional place, how can you do that in a way that will resonate 
with whatever authority you're communicating with without you just like screaming and yelling and flipping out. I think just communicating about it in advance, either with yourself by writing it out or with another person, maybe unrelated or just another person that's not the person you're going to talk to and getting it out so you can kind of uh, move through the emotions and expend some of that emotional energy. And you can kind of get back into the essence of communicating your emotions with less emotion so that they're absorbed better by the other party. Being able to be grounded and in your body when you communicate it as opposed to being in that heightened state of emotional (laughs) panic. I'm just like imagining like uh, uh, you walking into a room is like a teapot that has been sitting on a burner for 25 minutes, you know, when it's just steaming. Like that's not how you want to enter and engage into the room. Yeah, it's really hard not to do that. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's when you want to express yourself sometimes the most is when you just want to like let it all out. But maybe yeah, letting the steam out a little bit here and there. So when you actually express yourself to that person, they don't just get like bulldozed over and they don't hear the essence of what you're saying. Yeah. Well, it all comes together on Saturday, July 18th, when the moon, as it completes its transit through Gemini, it aligns in conjunction with the North Node in Gemini. The North Node in Gemini is all about finding your soul's purpose as a communicator. And when the moon is in conjunction, meaning at the exact same place in the exact same sign as the North Node in Gemini, that heightens everything where your emotions are feeling flooded with conscious thought and a need to communicate. So why is this important for your soul's purpose to learn this? Well, communication is a key to life in order to receive what you need in terms of your sense of security, in terms of having a peaceful home life, in terms of being in a relationship that is healthy, a working environment that is also healthy and supportive of your ambitions. You're not getting through life on your own. We're all here together. So in order to get to where it is you want to go in any aspect in life, you have to learn how to communicate. So right now, as it happens every 18 years, when the North Node moves through Gemini, it is a period where we, the collective humanity of Earth, are being asked by the universal forces that move the oceans to look at how we think how our mind works, and how we express those thoughts to others. So this makes me think of all of the protests and all of the anger that's coming up, and somehow a lot of people cannot be receptive to that form of communication. Mm -hmm. But in working on communication, we can learn compassion, and we can learn to be better listeners. So when other people are expressing ourselves in ways that are hard to listen to, we are able to get the essence of their message and have compassion for what they're going through and hear them more. And then in turn, being able to sit with ourselves and be quiet enough to absorb the information, we'll be able to communicate more clearly. And that's how change happens, just in the being able to listen, be compassionate, I guess, translating people's messages Mm -hmm. in the way that they were meant to be instead of um, getting offended or feeling triggered and defensive. That's the thing. Like if, if somebody's angry and you're involved or interacting with someone who's angry, that's when you need to be an even better listener. Yeah. I mean, 
The whole key to communication is listening. And if somebody is very angry, if someone's smashing something, they're screaming for help in some way. And and it's your job in that scenario to be a better listener, to stop and say, what's going on here? Why, why is this person so upset? And when you listen and you really show that you're being compassionate, like you said, by actually taking in the message that they're sharing with you, as opposed to being defensive and saying, well, this, that, and the next thing, and then, and then getting angry at them for them being angry, then it just takes it to this other place where it's not going to end nicely. So if you're able to draw the emotions down by showing the other individual that you are actually listening to them, it can end more peacefully. Yeah, this is a big lesson for me right now. Not being defensive, uh, more in like my direct personal life, being able to like deal with other people's anger and translate that message and be a better listener so we can like move through the conflict, Mm -hmm. get to the root of the problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you like zoom out on a collective level, it really does make sense. Everyone is so angry and it is our job to listen when people are upset. Well, the anger, it, it stems back from you know, Chiron in Aries right now. That's the wound to our self-confidence. When you're feeling insecure, there can be a lot of anger there because you're frustrated that you're not getting what you want. And so you react. You react in any sort of circumstance that is unfavorable to you with anger. And then the final day, Sunday, July 19th. The reason we've been working on communication so much this week and learning to listen and be patient and calm and coherent in our conscious thoughts is because by Sunday, the moon has moved into cancer. It's home, the home of the moon. When we are most deeply in touch with our emotions and able to express our emotions with ease. The challenge here, though, is when the moon is transiting through cancer right now, it squares Mars in Aries, the god of war, in the sign of the ram. And the moon in Cancer is cardinal water. Mars in Aries is cardinal fire. This creates a very stressful alignment between your emotions and the god of war. So hopefully, in the days leading up to this, you've done your work on being a patient, coherent, calm communicator because buttons are going to be pushed. We're going to be tested. Yes. Yes. The emotions are going to be lit. So I don't know what to call it. I think somatic therapy. I've been trying to practice some ways to tap into myself when I'm feeling triggered. And those tools are always like kind of getting back into your body and remembering that you like even have one. So in the moment of feeling like anger or that frustration starting to come up, just like pressing your feet into the ground, um, like squeezing your arms, being present that there's gravity, maybe just excusing yourself and washing your hands Mm. and just like feeling the water on your hands and trying to breathe a little bit to come ground yourself and be able to move through the conflict with your like listening hat on as opposed to like your reactivity coming through. Mm. So that's been really interesting and I've been practicing it, but it really takes so much practice because it doesn't happen naturally. We're not really taught any tools of how to move through uncomfortable situations, but I do think that it has been working. Um, but yeah, I love that. And especially for, for you, because you're a cancer moon. So, and I've been telling all my 
cancer clients, whether it's sun, moon, rising sign people especially, you pick up energies and vibes from people, places, and things. So if the vibe is like, if it's getting to you in some way, yes, put your feet in the ground, hug a tree, put your feet in the in the stream and let the bad vibes flow down the river, put them in the ocean, let them wash out to sea. But one easy one, and I, I like how you mentioned wash your hands, but take a shower. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> when you take a shower, you're literally flushing all of those bad vibes down the drain. I just brought that up literally yesterday because maybe a year ago I had like this whole routine of things that were helping me. And I was taking like a million showers. Every time I would get upset, I would just get in the shower. And it helped. Yeah, it helped. My communication is what (laughs) I was like struggling with. So yeah, just getting back into my body, rinsing all of the shit that stuck to me (laughs) from the conversation or the situation away so I could come back to it and be more present. Yeah. I don't, yeah, it's such a simple thing that we, I mean, most of us ideally have access to but yeah washing our hands or taking a shower Mm -hmm. um we can't always just go out to nature in the middle of an argument but we can take a little break yeah so lots of showering on sunday (laughs) and uh that's it for the week the weekly transit is edited by ingrid iverson you can follow us on instagram at the weekly transit if you would like a reading Or if you would like to sign up for the free email that accompanies the podcast, go to theweeklytransit.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever listening platform you are hearing the podcast on. Thank you. The Weekly Transit. Weekly transit. That's 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 that's